everybody. Welcome to BAMCast Extra. It is episode 186. Wow. Sequential number. Mm-hmm. That's our promise. Uh-huh. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. We're back. Mm-hmm. Watched a movie. We did. Now we're going to talk about it. We did. We watched a movie called Paca. Mm-mm. What? <laughs> no. What do you mean? 20, 2013's Parker. Parker. Parker? Yes. That doesn't sound right. No, it's Parker. I think the title is Paca. Nope. <laughs> if you're an asshole. <laughs> well, then the title is uh-huh. Paca. Because <laughs> I'm an asshole. Yeah, okay. Uh, that works yeah. out. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Jason Statham movie. Mm-hmm. Parker. Parker. Uh, this is directed by Taylor Hackford, who directed Ray and mm-hmm. an officer and a gentleman. <laughs> yep. The fuck is he doing directing a Jason Statham movie? I don't know. I was kind of wondering that when the credits started. I was like, wait, that's like, you know, a guy that made like Dolores Claiborne, Devil's Advocate, like good movies and stuff, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Uh, this is based on a series of novels. Okay. Uh, the the Parker character has been in movies before, although he has never been called Parker until just now. Oh. Uh, the Mel Gibson movie Payback is a Parker novel. Oh. I did not know so, that. So, apparently, the character of Parker... His character trait is getting screwed over <laughs> during mm. crimes. And then murdering people hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's, math checks yeah. out. That that seems to be his defining characteristic mm. of he's a he's a criminal with code. No one else has the code. They treat Parker wrong. Parker decides it's time for revenge. Yeah. He can't lose. No. Uh, yeah, so um, this starts at the Ohio State Fair. Mm-hmm. And it's a heist. It is. It is a fair heist. <laughs> 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 I just, I mean, I'm not saying it's fair as like as an, and balanced. I just mean it's a fair heist. I mean, in the right, literal they're, sense. They're going to heist they're heisting a, the fair. A fair. Yeah. Lots of cash at the fair. Sure. Yeah. I mean, these I'll, guys got a tip that there's lots of cash at the fair. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. I don't know the math really. I, I just, I, I know there's cash games at a fair, and you know most people are paying admission. cash for in, in, you know admission and whatnot. But a million dollars, like it just seems like that might be exaggerated. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. But uh, someone told them there's a million dollars there, and they're like, "Let's go get that money." Yeah, I, I'm uh, just thinking like most of the cash games are like usually a dollar or two to play, you know, mm-hmm. and you know ticket things and mission it seemed to be ten dollars i mean so you know what is there a hundred thousand people at the fair (laughs) (laughs) could be i don't know who knows all right um but you got a whole crew uh aside from jason statham who is uh dressed as a priest when Mm -hmm. you first see him so immediately i was very giddy because of course man and knife is what always comes to mind sure (laughs) when i I see jason statham (laughs) um but i mean he also has hair which is always uh unsettling it's always unsettling every time he has hair. Also in this movie, he attempts to do several accents, which just, <laughs> which just absolutely no. Do not do accents, Jason Statham. You are not good at the. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's uh, as good as we are at, at accents and stuff. He's a wicked smart guy. <laughs> he could be from no. anywhere. That that was better than anything. Oh. <laughs> 
Um, so amongst the crew is Harlow's favorite actor, Clifton Collins Jr. Yeah, I didn't realize that because he's dressed as a clown. And the other person yeah. that's dressed as a clown that I didn't, I mean, other than being in the credits, I didn't put it together as to who it was, is uh, Michael Chiklis. Mm-hmm. He's also dressed as yep. a clown. And then like his name came up the credits. So I was like, oh, Michael Chiklis is in this. So I was like, oh, Michael Chiklis has been on screen for a couple minutes. <laughs> as <laughs> yeah, a, I didn't, as, I didn't know either until like, he started <laughs> grunting at people right. late in the game. I was like, oh, that's Michael Chiklis. Yeah, yeah the, although... the fair crew is Jason Statham, Michael Chiklis, Clifton Collins Jr. Um, uh, fuck, what's his name from The Wire? Um, Wendell bunk. Pierce. Yeah, he was Bunk. I, mm-hmm. I was trying to think of what character he was. So... Yeah. Um, and then and another guy another who dude. I recognize, but I don't know what he's from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't place him. I, I probably yeah. could look him up and go like, "Oh yeah, he was in that," but I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's a guy. But that guy, the guy that you, you know is like, I mean, you know, if you've seen The Wire, you're going to recognize the one dude. But otherwise, it's like the other two. It's like they're fairly well known actors. And then there's this guy, but the the guy who has the least I can name something else he was in happens to be the guy who's connected. He's mm-hmm. like the nephew of some Chicago crime thing guy. Yep. yep. <laughs> so they they pull this thing and they pull the heist and the nobody guy or the guy that's connected actually um, is trying to get in position. But he. All right. So <laughs> it's as, as good a time as any to say something I'd noticed. Maybe I'd have to go back and watch other Taylor Hackford movies, but. He seems to revel in casual nudity, like extremely casual nudity, because it's yeah. just like, it's just like, you know, a scene will be playing out and it's like, oh, the character is naked. <laughs> like, it's like you don't realize that at first. And it's just like, oh, that's casual. But nobody guy is spying on like the Miss Ohio con- contest or whatever, which is yeah, also gross because, you know, generally they're like 15, 16 when they're doing fucking beauty pageants. But anyway, so like that was happening. He wasn't in position, but his job was I'm supposed to set off road flares on a bale of hay and cause a distraction. Uh, mm-hmm. But because he's like looking at titties, he's like not where he's supposed to be. And then it's just like, oh, I guess I'll just set off these hay bales. That's like behind where they're having like a square get- dance competition or some shit. Not where it was supposed to be like there's no people or anything. So right. he sets these off. They roll downhill, hit some uh, uh, canisters, uh, fucking propane canisters. Yeah. I was like, what kind of gas is it? <laughs> propane uh-huh. canisters. And they blow up. And apparently like somebody died in the chaos. You know, in, in like some squared answer is is no more. Uh, he squared his last dance. Um, but um, but anyway, so like we don't know this at the time, but you know, Jason Statham is understandably like you you fucked up, you set off these at the wrong place. But they get the money and they get away, and it and it's weird because like they don't even like get back to the hideout. They're like in the car and like Michael Chiklis is like, hey, so my plan was actually like just a bankroll this this next bigger job with the money we make mm-hmm. you in because mm-hmm. we really need five people. And Jason Statham's like, no, nah, I'm just going to take my money and go home. And they're like, that's not going to work for us. Try to shoot him and, you know, fight in the car and you know, in the car. Yeah, um, <laughs> it goes badly for almost everybody. <laughs> yeah, he, he blows off Bunk's ear <laughs> with a shotgun because like uh-huh. Clifton him, like he, nobody was like pulling guns on Jason Statham very stealthily. Like everyone was just no. like, well, let's, you know, get our lock stock and two smoking barrels ready and we're going to kill Jason Statham in this car. And he's not having any of that. Chickless is asking him like, OK. Parker, mm-hmm. what would you do if we were pitching you on a heist and you said no? Yeah. What What would your reaction be? And, you know, he's like, I'd kill him. You know, <laughs> it's just like, okay, everyone knows what's happening here, but you're all crammed into an SUV. Yeah. So, it's not the best place for a shootout. So anyway, like he ends up bailing out of the car, but they stop and go back and the dude goes back and supposedly murders him and kicks him into a ditch or like a, mm-hmm. a pond. Yeah. But like there's a car coming, like, you know, 
down the way and so like they're like fuck okay get back in the car and peel off and i don't think it was the same car like it didn't no like, it was a different it was a yeah different car. like what what was in the distance was like some kind of delivery van or truck or yeah. something like that and then like just this it family, doesn't stop <laughs> just this family like you know is like hey is that a shoe in the road hey is that blood oh fuck there's a guy stop <laughs> stop him we're taking him to the hospital so yeah parker wakes up in a hospital next to a guy with a, a vox box basically like mm-hmm. you know yeah you know, can't talk and yeah. which is just kind of adds to like a hey what are you doing here <laughs> and then like this orderly comes to like he's like taking off all his uh you know monitors and everything he's like you can't do that <laughs> and this orderly comes in and it's just like hey sir we're gonna have to take you and and basically you stay them just like chokes them out and the guy's just like mm-hmm. no <laughs> so he takes the order like oh dear god he, you killed him <laughs> he basically takes the orderly's clothes and like takes this box box guy out but but this has established a pattern of like jason statham nice guy criminal because also like during yeah. the fair heist there was a security guard who's just having like a panic attack he's basically like hey buddy what's your name you know like i know i'm dressed like a priest and the guy's just like i'm sorry father like, like i love that the guy keeps calling him a priest and it's like you know by now he's not a priest right <laughs> he's got a gun to you and he's like oh thank you father it's like no probably not a priest guy i mean let's be fair like you know like gun or not the you know the church is pretty famous for stealing shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, zing, boom. Um, yeah, but uh, got him. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So like, he also like you know choked out the order. Is like he'll be fine and puts his heart monitor on him and like gives the box box back to the guy like after he leaves and it's just like all right yeah. you know gotta go. Um, Yanto. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, so like he's just all got, right. Got away. So now. this is this is my favorite part because mm-hmm. so Statham has been shot. He's, he's jumped out of a car going at top speed. Mm-hmm. He is fucked up. So what he does is he steals an ambulance, mm-hmm. uh, takes, he injects himself with some Demerol mm-hmm. and just takes a nap. Well, he also like gives himself an IV too. Just, he's like, well, yes. you know, I needed to rest, but just not in the hospital <laughs> where they're going to come asking questions. <laughs> so. He pulls over, takes a Demerol nap, mm-hmm. and then those injuries are all healed. <laughs> Yeah, that's how that works. It's just time and IV, I'm pretty sure, is that's the secret of medicine. I don't think there's really anything more complicated going on, Chuck. (laughs) Well, okay. Yeah. Time Uh, time plus IV. Into a hotel room. Uh huh. That's that's when he steals your favorite hat. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, I I had a preconceived notion of this movie just because I you know the second I saw the title I was like oh it's Paca and you Mm -hmm. know and. Chuck was like, I don't think this has anything to do with Boston, but one of <laughs> what, puts a hat on. one of Statham's, Statham's uh, many disguises is he grabs a random hat. It's just it's a I heart or it's supposed to be I heart based I heart based Boston baseball, but it's like I baseball Boston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that that makes sense, I suppose. Yeah. I baseball Boston. Why not? Sure. But anyway, that's the only uh, Boston connection besides Michael yeah. Chiklis in this movie. Yes. He doesn't have a Boston accent, just saying he's from near Boston. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, We've gotten a bunch of backstory in some flashbacks where uh, Nick Nolte is the guy who sets all this in motion. He's right. old man friends with with Parker, Par- and just is like a former criminal. He, just now, like yeah, I'm too, just, I, I'm too old to actually do this shit. So, yeah. but yes, Parker is dating his daughter too, and yes, and so there's there's a love interest. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Nolte just sounds like he's gargling broken glass and is yep. just naysaying everything that Parker wants to do, which is, he's like, tell me the information. And Nick Nolte is like, I'm not going to give it to you. And he's like, tell me the information. He's like, all right, here's the information. So, but you're going to die. So basically we, we could skip ahead a good bit because like what Parker's plan is, is like to make this right. It's basically, I'm going to go steal my money back and probably murder the people that double cross me 
He doesn't mm-hmm. implicitly say that like right off the bat, but you know, like he's just like, that's, I'm going to go get revenge. Basically <laughs> I'm going to get payback. <laughs> um, and so uh-huh. like his plan is like, all right, I know that they were talking about stealing jewelry uh, because I talked about it, you know, you can only get like 10 cents on the dollar for fencing jewelry. And he's like the, the nobody actor guy is like, I got a guy, give me 20. And you know, like, so he begins this like, all right, that's all the information I have. I got to figure out where they're going basically. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so there's a whole port part where he goes to get fake IDs and stuff. And there's a, <laughs> like, I recognize this dude and I, I should be able to like name a movie he's in, but he's doing a real weird accent in this. <laughs> like the guy, yeah, he is like, <laughs> it's, he's a Hispanic actor and it's like, but he's doing, well, he's this, gone to new Orleans. Yes. So it's, it's probably a weird, like Cajun mix. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's more like just someone said like, Hey, be like foghorn leghorn. Cause I mean, it's, it's real weird. Cause he's just like, Hey, y'all come on in and stuff. And it's like, all right, that, that that's, this is a weird accent for you, my man. But, but anyway, so yeah. he gets, you know, basically the, the gist of this movie is, is like, he's trying to figure out where they've gone and all this and very quickly figures out they've gone to what, uh, Florida because he goes to the brother of the nobody dude. He like owns some club and he's just like threatens him and then like gets away. But he's like West Palm. They're in West Palm Beach, Florida. Um, So like he's got that. I do like when he's torturing that dude and he's he's like, you need to tell me what I need to know. Otherwise, you're going to be faced with the indignity of being killed by a chair. Yeah, he's got him pinned down with a bar stool like on his trachea, basically. And he's like, I'm just going to lean a little bit more. And then, yeah, (laughs) you're going to have that, you know, you're going to be killed by a chair. basically. Yeah, Uh, which I believe that guy is the guy who got his ear cut off in Reservoir Dogs. Oh, I believe I for some reason, every time I see that dude pop up in something, I'm like, oh, yeah, you. Mm hmm. That's, yeah, I didn't pay much yeah. attention, but I mean, that checks out. Uh, but yeah, so like he's got a place to go. And then it's like all the B-plots start kidding, kicking in because like this movie's weird with B-plots. So like you think like, he all right, he's got this revenge mission. He knows where to go now. It's just a matter of tracking down what they're stealing and where they're hiding out and, and you know, figuring out their plan. So but you've also got, OK, so he's angered this mob family from Chicago. So they're going to send in like, you know, a hitman slash mm-hmm. trying to murder Jason Statham. And then you begin the like, oh, by the way, there's somebody else who was on the cover of this, and that's Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> yeah. Now, her story is so weird because it's like it's it's necessary to the plot, but also absolutely isn't. Like, I mean, she, okay. she's... Hang she's on, a, hang on, okay. hang on, hang on. Um, I, I just want to point out real quick. So, like, one of the, the recurring hitmen in this movie who goes and menaces the, the love interest uh-huh. has, like, an Ace Ventura haircut <laughs> and looks like jim carrey in the early years Uh and i was just making jokes to myself about all that and then like the second time he shows up he's he's making jim carrey faces and i was just hysterically laughing at this guy this guy just did just ace ventura hitman shows up and it was just the dumbest goofiest shit so yeah anyway so jennifer lopez shows up in this movie Uh i swear to god this is a five minute character that for some reason they got Jennifer Lopez to be in. And they were like, expand that out. We yeah. got to give her a backstory we, and we you, you got to care about her because she yeah. is just an obstacle. She has no yes. business. I have nothing against Jennifer Lopez. I like Jennifer Lopez. So please don't think this is coming from a place like she doesn't deserve this or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But she has her character has no business being in this. No, not to the extent that it is. Like, I mean, it, it's basically like. You know, someone was like, all right, well, what's what's an exposition reason that he can figure out where they're hiding out and planning all this? And it's mm-hmm. like somebody was like, what if he just pretends he's looking for a real estate agent? Because they probably did the same thing. 
And so Jennifer Lopez is a real estate agent. So, but it's yep. weird because it's like we wake up, we get backstory that like she's behind on her bill. She lives with her mom, but she's, you know, she's selling real estate. And I mean, for people outside the state, we live in Florida, mm-hmm. but West Palm Beach is a very affluent uh community like the yes. actual palm beach part of it like west palm beach is like a, a town you know like anybody can live there but the palm beach part that's like on the little island is like million billion dollar houses you know like it's it's that's why that's the location that this is taking place yeah. um but so you know she's got to be like either just started being a real estate agent or is terrible at it or you know like i mean they do give her a little bit more backstory later that like she went through a divorce and like her scumbag ex-husband like filed for bankruptcy before the divorce so like she inherited like some of his debts so it's Mm -hmm. it's kind of like okay she's really down on her luck but it's like they just kind of keep piling cards on top of that sort of but it's like all right so she's this real estate agent who can't catch a break because it's all you know uh kendra's and everything in this fucking real estate uh, you know office it's all these like blonde bimbos that are like you know, getting all the commissions because it's like, all right, well, that's why because it's fucking affluent Palm Beach, Florida. So, mm-hmm. so basically, she, you know, she gets the call and like, or she intercepts, like she she basically steps in and like steals Jason Statham away from this Kendra lady, you know, and you know, it's like I'm going to steal her commission, ha ha ha. Um, so she goes around and like shows Jason Statham and like you know they have character building stuff, but eventually it's just like. Here's the places that are, I guess he was looking for comps, like things that sold recently. He's like, oh, like a few months ago we sold this place, but it's probably a teardown. Look at it. It's, you know, it's it's amongst all these like giant mansions and it's this like, you know, 60s brick home in Palm Beach. You know, So she's yeah. like, yeah, it's probably a teardown. It's bought by this guy, Santigo or whatever. I don't remember what the fuck name. It doesn't matter. But and he's like, oh, that that's where they are. <laughs> and uh-huh. then basically just like tries to ditch her. But she's tenacious and is like, I'm going to keep following up for this commission. She's like researching his credit history yeah, and it's, she it's, just it's decides weird. like I'm going to find out everything about it. because at first she's like maybe I could just date you and then I will get money that way and it's a, it's a weird thing because it's just like hey you know like cuz like she's caught she's like there's a camera angle where she's checking out his ass one time and it's like oh she's into Jason Statham mm-hmm. and um but yeah, but then she suddenly like because he's doing a Texas Texas accent uh, sort of. Uh, that's what they claim. They, they claim giant he, cowboy hat on. That's what they claim he's doing. But he's also because of his falsified papers, he was born in Ecuador. <laughs> the guy's right. just like, what? There's Gringos in Ecuador. <laughs> you moved to Texas when you were young. I don't know. But so he's got it's, this whole like. It convoluted- seems like every time he talks, Jennifer Lopez is looking at him like. I I don't know what accent you're doing. I (laughs) yeah, mm, kind of. Yeah, but she never she never calls him out on it until he just stops using Uh, it. Other than like you know like he just kind of dismisses her out of hand of like going to get a drink, and then it's just like, well, you can park here and buy. You know, I'll I'll come to see you at your office later. Like her big thing is like. I don't know about his Texas accent and the fact that he just had me drop him off here. I think I'm going to drink some wine and research him with my supercomputer <laughs> right. because it's like, oh, he has no mortgages and never used a credit card. Like, what, what's going on with him? And mm-hmm. anyway, and she- then he parks to, to stake out the house mm-hmm. and basically set up the uh, Home Alone murder fest that, that'll happen much later. Yes. Uh, and she just comes and sits in his passenger seat and waits for him to come back. I like and I, she's... I hate that my brain works this way, but I, I just I wanted to point this out because this is a 2013 movie. And, you know, it's one of those things like if it was a period piece or an, a slightly older movie, I would forgive it. But by 2013. So his plan is, is he's just staking out 
the the house that he's pretty sure they're at. And lo and behold, yes, they are. And so they're like, they send everybody out one night to go get pizzas and beers and stuff. And they all go. And so he's just like, oh, well, they all left the house. I'm going to. And he basically like does the roll under the garage door as it's closing because they've just (laughs) left. And I'm like. Uh, there's sensors on every garage door now. <laughs> like, yeah. And I, I hate that. Like my brain was like, why did the garage door not just automatically go back up from the laser sensor that every mm-hmm. fucking garage door has to have now pretty much. But anyway, so he gets in and yes, f- like clips off all of their firing pins and like all their guns. And then like, you know, uh, Play-Dohs like some guns and random places around the, the house. Yeah. And that's kind of the extent of his home aloning is basically like puts like four or five guns around the house and, you know, files off the firing pit on all their guns. Or as he <laughs> says later in the movie, most of their guns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but but she's just there and he's like, what the hell are you doing anyway? Like, all right. And I don't know if it's like directly from this, but basically it's come clean time. Like, yes, I'm a criminal. And she's like, I want in basically, you know, I think kind some of. other things happen, but, you know, yeah. Because event like uh, one of the big things is finally the Jim Carrey hitman guy catches up with him is at his hotel and they just wreck the living fuck out of his hotel room. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Including like okay, so somebody got slammed against the flat screen TV like six or seven yeah. times. Like it was crazy. Yeah. Like that TV was literally in pieces by the time it was over. But. The you, thing I love about flat screen TVs now is how often they get used as weapons in action movies because sure. then someone takes it off the wall yes. and just hits the other person with it. Uh-huh. Um, so but he but he ends this fight like first he has to like do the I'm gonna I, rather than get stabbed in the face I'm gonna intentionally get stabbed through the hand and yeah. then like this fight leads to the bathroom which ends up like he conks the guy with the the back of the toilet which I've I've explained always before. the best thing well yeah I've, I've explained before like like porcelain like most people don't realize that like the porcelain that's made in like sinks and toilets and shit is hard as fuck and that's why mm-hmm. like and you know like if you've ever like I just feel like it's one of those things that like a lot of people don't have any concept of how heavy or hard those are so like you just see it in a movie and you're like oh you got hit with the thing from the toilet it's like no yeah, fuck you no. that would wreck you yes but he, he should a, he should be dead twice yes, because he because, clocks him with that and then he breaks his neck on the side of the tub like he is fucking dead no like hits the corner of the tub like it's like a raised like you know uh decorative tub you know garden tub type thing with a border around it of of tile and shit so he falls backwards and jason's like well i I murdered this dude dude great and (laughs) then there's the shot where it's like oh he's not dead (laughs) and of course the guy like yeah because he goes back out into the main room Mm -hmm. and sees the knife on the ground and picks it up and this guy just leaps out of nowhere (laughs) that's actually where he has to let himself get stabbed it's in the second go round. but you know he's he's had the shit beat out of him then has a, a knife go through his hand and then fights this guy over the side of the balcony basically um and mm-hmm. though it's a beachfront hotel, he does not hit any water, <laughs> like the pool or anything. No. He just hits the concrete, and Jason Statham's like, well, I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so And does. Um, yes. And then Carl's bloody somehow figures out where Jennifer Lopez lives, and cl- crawls to her mom's house, basically. And mm-hmm. here's where the movie gets even weirder, because like she's already kind of been like, alright, fine, I will help you like for a commission. I don't think he really ever said, like, yes, you're in. You know, it's just he's like, I'll think about it. I think it wasn't until he shows up bloody where he's like, all right, we're officially finally doing this. I, I don't know. Yeah. Could be off on the timing, but... There was... So, he did call her at one mm-hmm. point, and basically, before the dude showed up to wreck his hotel room... Uh, they kind of had a conversation at an empty condo mm, where it was right. just like, yeah, okay, look, here's the deal. Yeah. Uh, you're not, if you ask me anything, I'm not going to answer you. And it's just like, and even, just, even at this point, she's like, oh, you're going to kill them. Right. And he's like, yeah. mm, you said it, not me. And, and she's still <laughs> right. on board. Like, that's the weird thing is like for average people getting on board with the crime. It's a, it's a quick leap. 
Like, because, mm-hmm. like, mom is also okay with this. Like, mom finds out that he's there. And because, like, we didn't even mention yet another B-plot that's f- hovering around this movie is Bobby uh-huh. Cannavale is, like, a West Palm Beach police officer who's obsessed with Jennifer Lopez. And, yep. like, stalks her at, like, her favorite coffee place. And then she just continually points out, like, why the fuck are you in Palm Beach? Shouldn't you be in West Palm where your actual jurisdiction is? And he's just like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. So the, the first scene with them is so good because, like, He's being gross, and he says something about, "Hey, you got a cu- you got a cup holder? You gonna you gonna hold that coffee between your legs?" And she's like, "Well, it's long and black. Where else am I gonna put it? Large and this large, w- large, yeah, because I mean, and this it makes sense for a coffee, <laughs> sure. And and so there's this one guy who you think is an extra, and he just starts laughing <laughs> at what he's been told, mm-hmm. and that is he, <laughs> the cop just looks at him like." <laughs> I'm going to fucking wreck your shit. Well, he's basically like, see if I can help you out of any more tickets, Leonard or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I know he's not named Leonard, but I'm going with the community joke yeah. and yell at the old yes. guy. <laughs> God, that guy laughing is just like, oh, okay. <laughs> this movie doesn't take place in a bubble. Right. But yes. So anyway, yeah. So there's so, this guy who matters fuck all no, to he, the end of this movie. You think he's going to like figure it out and like foil their you know, crimes or whatever, but it's just like he shows up to basically be like, Hey, you know, that guy you were showing, you know, when I was following you, you know, officer ducky was following you. And, <laughs> and he's like, uh, turns out. Yeah. Like the guy was thrown off his balcony and murdered and his, his room is covered in blood. So if you see him, you know, yeah. call me, like maybe you don't have anything to do with him. And she, she does the dumb excuse. Like, Oh, I was in so many places with him alone. Like the, the man, this is so dangerous. And, yeah. You know, he's bleeding on their lanai basically. <laughs> and then, so like right. And the dog is walked through the, like his blood. Right. Yeah. But she, you know, she's basically like, Oh yeah. Finally, like, you know, sneaks Bobby Cannavale away. And then it's just like, Hey, you okay. And then like mom comes out like, Oh man, what a real man. Like he's got broken ribs and shit. Cause also like actual girlfriend has come to mom's condo too, to like, sew him up because I guess being Jason Statham's girlfriend, you have to know how to do stitches because, um, it would help. Yeah. She's not, you know, sewing up the knife wound in his hand. She made a comment in a flashback that she works in an ER Mm -hmm. because they're having a naked shower. And and she's like, if you showed up with this many wounds, we would Mm -hmm. have to admit you. And he's like, yeah, hospitals there. So, I mean, all right, I guess from that standpoint, like this script was at least trying to fill in all the blanks. I mean, it's, it's awkward. The the details are peppered in there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying it's awkward how it's, it's just, it's given to you. But I mean, I, I didn't hear that. I just was like, Oh, I guess just, you know, He's, his yeah. back is covered in wounds because he's apparently not very good at criming. Uh, like mm-hmm. She has to know how to sew him up. So yes. so there's like this jealousy thing where it's like, oh, you have a boyfriend. I was totally about you for no particular reason. Anyway, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but yeah, yeah, like and then it's just like, well, you're all fucked up. You got four broken ribs, a hole in your hand and, you know, and you've been shot, I think, again. Uh, plus, plus your private, you know, pre or uh, previous uh, bullet wounds also. And yes. it's just like, you know, somehow they also know it's like it's happening night. Oh, that's because she was like, he's like, well, y- you know, the place uh, they're going to be stealing 50 to 75 million dollars worth of jewelry based on my math of getting 20 cents on the dollar and how much he, uh-huh. they told us we were going to get each. Um, she's like, oh, well, that's Mrs. Lundgren's collection. It's it's up it's for auction. Diamond auction. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, yeah, she died and left it to the city and they're having this big auction tonight. It's got to be tonight. And he's like, that's it. And, you know, it's all just, you know, plot details like falling into your lap. But mm-hmm. so the ticking clock is like, you're fucked up. How are you going to do the anti double criming <laughs> thing tonight? Like, you know, and he's just like, whatever. I'm a, I'm a man. I can do this. <laughs> she's 
<laughs> yeah, and he doesn't have any part of the height. Like, the heist goes off, and Parker is out of the movie for, like, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, to where... So, like, they have... First, they, they had an end to where they set up these, these speakers for the auctioneer that are just loaded with fireworks, so that's the distraction. And then they've parked outside in a fire truck so they can be the first people to respond. Mm-hmm. And they have the guy that we don't, we can't place is out on a boat mm-hmm. and they're going to scuba out of there after they steal all the diamonds, which is what happens. The The fireworks go off. They come in as the fire department. They lock everybody out. They steal the diamonds and they sneak out. Mm-hmm. So nothing really goes down here. Um, it, this is just where the contrivances show up because they, they all go back to their hideout and Jennifer Lopez is just there peeking in the window for whatever reason while Parker has also snuck into the house. She's just there to be an obstacle. Yeah, kind of, because they basically are like, hey, and grab her and are just like, what are you doing here? And then he's got to come in and like save her, basically, because right. they're just like, hey, do you what do you she's like, I'm a real estate agent. I don't I don't, I don't know any Parker. And, and yeah. you know, which uh, is true. She doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't <laughs> by, by their name anyway. But. Yeah. Eventually, she's just like, I don't know where he is. And they're like, oh, so you do know where he is. But at this point, he's like at the house already murdering them because like he's he murders Clifton Collins Jr. first. Like he just gets this like real cool like sleep, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> knife to the back of the neck move where it's yep. it's just this cool like you're, you're not going to make a peep while you die noise or move. Right. thing. That, you know, ah, I can't talk today. Yeah, I'm trying to remember like what else happened. Happens, like how um, they been. menace her a bunch and then she uh, because she's been knocked down realizes there's a gun that's been played to the mm-hmm. underneath the table uh, which she produces and murders Wendell Pierce mm-hmm. with it uh, with all the bullets <laughs> um, let's see yeah um, I mean I, I'm pretty like fuck okay so Michael Chiklis goes out next because he sees her looking in a reflection and he's like, Parker's in there. And he goes to check it out. And then they have a fight to where this is pretty. So, so Parker's pretty weak because he's been injured a lot. Mm-hmm. So he's about to get murdered by Michael Chiklis. And he pulls the clip or magazine mm-hmm. out of his gun and fucking stabs him with it. <laughs> yeah. He stabs Michael Chiklis with like the, in the from sh- his gun. shoulder. Like, and I'm yes. like, um, they're. <laughs> They're not particularly sharp. I mean, well, like, Parker was pissed. I, I guess. I, I don't know. Like that. That was one move where I was like, uh, I'm not. What? Nah. I was fine with that because okay. when the scene's over and Michael Chiklis is dead, he just pulls the clip out and puts it back in his gun. Uh huh. He sure does. I mean, of course, of course, it ends at like you know the the the, the connected guy that we can't place who he is as an actor gets yeah. Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez at like gunpoint and you know mm-hmm. he's like well I filed the firing pins off of these or whatever so you know he's he's just like the, yeah the, go and shoot the her. standoff is so dumb because he, he's got her he's like I'm gonna I'm gonna kill her and Parker's like go ahead and he's like yeah okay <laughs> and goes to do it well, actually like, like ducks away would, like like I don't yeah like I don't want but like, what would your next act have been if if you'd killed her like mm-hmm. he would immediately murder you. That's a stupid. You're 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 dumb. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. So he's like, yeah, firing pin, uh, and <laughs> shoots him in the head. Yep. Yeah, and then it just kind of ends of like, well, you know, because the joke I made or the the joke that was made that I referenced earlier was that, you know, as they're getting away, <laughs> he's basically like, how did you know the gun wasn't going to fire? He's like, yeah, when you caught me, I got in and you know filed the firing pin off of most of the guns and she's most like of the most guns. of them <laughs> and then it's yeah. just like a womp womp and then it's like crime is done basically because like we didn't even talk about like so they 
Yeah, they they went in as as uh, police officers, but like one of the big things fire, they talked fire. about was or fire, fire. I'm sorry, fire uh, yeah. men. And uh, one of the big things they talked about is like nobody does crimes on, uh, in Palm Beach because it's an island and they can just raise mm-hmm. the bridges and then you're trapped, you know. And so like they pick this house because it's like it's like on the water, and that was basically like they, they just douchebag guy was out in a boat like you know just looky looing like oh what's going on smokers are fire and all the police officers are like look get all of this fucking guy and so <laughs> yeah. they just basically like walk down to the water hop in with scuba gear while all of them are like check out this fucking guy in the boat over here and so they 25 just, cops group around yeah. and are just like this fucking guy yeah. <laughs> look at this guy yeah. so like that, <laughs> on a boat that's what they do they just basically like sneak away and i don't know if like they they scoop it all the way back to the house if that was implied or if they got on the boat with the dude i think i think he drove away on the boat and they scuba to the boat sure but yeah that's how they got away that, that that's the crux of this movie that's supposed to be like the big like heist yeah. reveal of like oh they did it via water and it's just like okay mm-hmm. like yeah but yeah i mean then you just have like oh all the things have to fall into place like did their crimes actually work because he's like well i mean like just just the the amount of time that they spend with the, the jennifer lopez b plot is really weird because it's like she's in like danger of having her car repossessed and she's like they Uh have a conversation of her on the phone with like just give me one more week like my my car is my job i can't make money if you take my car away just give me another week and i'll pay it and like all this stuff with her and like her money troubles and then like the one thing like it's it's frustrating because like if you're going to put that much detail into a movie that absolutely doesn't matter then you've got to resolve it because like when all of this comes together they have done the crimes they have jewels in hand and he's like it's going to be, I'm going to have to lay low for like three months, then like maybe another three to six months from there for me to fence them. Then I'm going to express mail you the money. You can't mm-hmm. put it in the bank. You can't make any large purchases. You've just got to kind of sit on the money and, and, you know, be smart about how you spend it. It never addresses like how the fuck she's going to get out of her direct, immediate, like bill collector shit. <laughs> like, like, cause he's, she's not. <laughs> no, she's not. I mean, I guess she's just like, well, fuck it. I'm going to lose my car and I'll maybe have millions later or whatever. But like, it just, it's, it just kind of cuts to like a year later or whatever. And mm-hmm. part- well, it, first it cuts to three months later where yeah. Parker goes to Chicago and is like, Hey, you're the big bad. Yeah. Blam. Yeah. Murders the guy <laughs> that sent the hitman. And he's just like, Hey, I give you 40 cents on the dollar. He's like, not about money. Blam. You know? And then, you know, she gets <laughs> a, a, you know, a UPS delivery or whatever certified mail delivery. And it's stacks of money in delivery boxes. And then it's just kind of over. But it, like I said, it, it's kind of weird because part, like you could have done this. I mean, with so much dumb, unnecessary expository things in this movie, Parker, part of it, um, cause we didn't even mention like the hitman goes after, uh, the nurse girlfriend first, Nick Nolte's daughter first. Uh-huh. Um, and like just after Nick Nolte left and they're like, you should probably lock the doors and get out of here you know, right. and all that. And so like, before the hitman came, like part of it was like Nick Nolte went to Parker and was like, Hey, they sent me your $200,000 from the Ohio fair job. Plus another like 10% VIG or whatever, because like, you know, we fucked you over, take it and we'll just call this even and you walk away. And so uh-huh. like, he's got cash. Like, that, like that's how he's able to get to like West Palm, but you know, rent a car and rent this fancy place and all that, you know, I don't know what his financial situation other than that, but I'm saying there is a, you know, an explicit, thing that he has cash in hand from his last job why he doesn't just like why why there's not like a five seconds dialogue of her just going like i need cash now like mm. you know mm-hmm. I, I can't handle all my structured settlement i need cash now <laughs> like, like, right. yeah but it's just it's 
like I said, it just if you're going to spend that much time setting up her financial woes and everything, just have her have them throw a stack of you know fifties or something at it in the end of the movie. Just to be like, all right, here, let's get you through until I send you the big pile of money. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. I also really don't quite understand why someone with such horrific money troubles is working a job where you could literally never get paid. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like that just seems like a bad idea. Yeah. Like, because I mean, her whole thing is like, one day I'm going to get a commission. It's like, okay, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, being a real estate agent is like one of those weird things. Like, you've got to plan and sock away money because it's like, you might close three things in a month and and be flush in cash and then not have a uh, sale for like six months. You know, you never right. know. It's like, yeah, it's it's the weirdest thing. And, yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. But the movie doesn't linger on any of this. It just immediately cuts to a month later or a year later and she gets the cash and mm-hmm. she's like, ah, money. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. The end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a strange movie. Like it's, it's a, it's a strangely written movie. It's a, it's a, at times strangely directed movie from somebody that's generally been pretty competent. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. say he's like a, you know, Taylor Heffer has never been like, oh, this is a master director. It's just like he's a, he's a guy that's going to give you a little bit more than like a point the camera, you know, come under budget kind of director. Like he does some clever things in his directing in the past. And there are, mm-hmm. there's one or two in this, like it, it is completely and totally unnecessary, but I appreciated the hell out of it during the hotel fight with the hitman, the Chicago hitman. There is a point where they're it's, it's just before he does the conk, the you know guy with the back of the toilet thing, mm-hmm. uh, the lid. Uh, but there's a point where he gets wrapped up in a clear uh, yes. shower, shower curtain and is like, you know, like kind of like struggling with that and like kicks the dude away while still covered but with the shower curtain and they cut to the shot that is the camera covered by the shower curtain and the weirdness of like a, a POV shot from, from mm-hmm. Jason Statham covered in the shower curtain of the hitman coming after him. And it's like, that is completely unnecessary, but it's stylistic and cool. And I appreciated yeah. it. And it's like, yeah. there's, there's little touches like that throughout, but then it's just like this whole B and C and D tier plot things is really weird. And as you said, it, it's like, they were like, well, we'll have Josie Exposition be the real estate agent. And it's like, then they were like, yeah, but we got J-Lo. And it's like, fuck, okay, blow that part way up. Because mm-hmm. that's what it feels like. It's really mm-hmm. bizarre. Like, it, this should have just been a, like, here's the person that's going to get you from I just showed up in Palm Beach to where they are. And it should be like, well, here's the unusual house that doesn't match like all the other ones. And there, okay, bye. My part in this movie's done. <laughs> Yeah, like she's she's a distraction and an obstacle, but never in ways that are like she's you're never once thinking, oh, I bet she's in on this Mm -hmm. or any of that. It's just like this character seems bigger for what this movie needs. Yeah, I mean, you could argue, I mean, only because we recently talked about it on Bavcast Prime as as BJ was discovering it for the first time. But I recently decided to play the home game and watching the Bourne series again. Now I've seen mm-hmm. the first three before and I'm just kind of rewatching them to play along. But like Maria's character, uh, Franca Potente is, is I probably mm-hmm. not how you say her name at all, but <laughs> like her character is like, feels like what JLo's character should have been in this movie where it's, it's a circumstantial, like I really don't want to pull you in, but I got no choice and I'm going to try to make it right by the end. Absolutely not what happens to Marie in that series but I'm saying like <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like it's it should have been more like a circumstantial not just like a oh like the only the only thing that justifies her having this part in this movie is breaking the fourth wall and going oh it's JLo and she's well known 
Like, that's it. Like, I mean, from a yeah. script writing standpoint, it's just like, what the fuck is this character? Like, it's really weird. Like, if this was anybody else, like, just any, you know, run-of-the-mill actor, actress, you know, it's just like, it would have just been a, a, a baseline character that just would have popped in and out of this movie and meant nothing. Yeah, like, it would have been a 10-minute part. Yeah. Wouldn't have gotten, like, the backstory with the mom or no. the, you know, the cop character wouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just none of it. it yeah. It's, 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 it's really weird filler for a movie and it, and it's strange because it, it i i don't want to be as critical but like we've said before we really like heist movies like we've we like uh-huh. the, the planning and seeing how it you know oh i gotta practice this and this and this over you know a bunch of times so that i can do it perfectly the one time and that's the thing is like this movie is so busy with its b and c plots that it's just like i, I don't know we kind of sort of have a plan and we're gonna do it but they don't like do any of that like tip the hand prior to it happening stuff that's really fun about heist movies is like right. watching the heist movie come to fruition from the point of view of the criminals, you know, like mm-hmm. rooting mm-hmm. for your anti-heroes kind of thing. So that's yeah. just weird. It's like, Oh, well forget writing all that. What if it was more interesting if like we're following along this broke real estate is in Palm beach <laughs> County, Florida. It's just like, all right, I guess. Yeah. Cause it's JLo fine, but yeah, it's so, strange. It's, it's always it's very strange. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I it's weird. Be, I, I I like this movie. I'm gonna give it two jocks. It's mm-hmm. it's entertaining. Um, it's just weird that it's a thing you've seen a hundred times. It just takes a weird detour with the J Lo character, and you're like, D- is this going to be important? Is this more important than I think it is, or is it just a very minor character that they have elevated because it's J Lo? So mm-hmm. there's kind of this. Because I'll, I'll, I'll admit, like, when, when her character shows up, the movie just grinds to a halt. It's mm-hmm. like, that killed all momentum that this movie had going, because up until that point, Jason Statham was about to murder those fools, and then it's just, hey, let's pal around in, in West Palm, and I'll wear my dumb hat, and mm-hmm. use my dumb accent, and maybe you'll figure out the mystery. And it's like, I wasn't looking for this. Um, but... That being said, like the fight scenes are super brutal, mm-hmm. and well, that also, is appreciated. I don't know if you noticed the second unit director was David Leach. I did, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know what he filmed as far as like action sequences that would then later be mm-hmm. more his own thing. So it, it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. makes you wonder. Yeah. Yes. Um, also, I want to point out this is the movie that he, uh, Jason Statham, was committed to that prevented him from playing Owen Shaw in Furious Six. Oh wait, so Which, he was he was supposed to be the guy all along, not brothers. Yeah. Okay. All right. So they were like, ah, oh, we'll just make you his brother. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> so yeah, they they wanted him to be Owen Shaw, and but this movie was preventing that from happening. And you made a a poor choice there, Mister Statham. Again, there, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with this movie, but like getting him on board with that series sooner would have probably been better. I think. <laughs> like, sure. Um, yeah. Mostly because he's introduced in what you think is the worst one, and of of the rebooted yes, yes yeah yeah i so. don't know it's it's i i kind of agree um yeah i think i'm only gonna be a sequel jocks though like i i like i didn't i didn't mind watching this like at all um no not but, at all was not bored but like i feel like anything above that is praising a movie that's real strange to me like there's <laughs> a lot i don't there's a light like with a few minor corrections i think this could have been a very interesting good movie and it's just it's it's strange because it's not great <laughs> like it's 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 okay um yeah like it's I, fine. I like you said I, I like some of the action and I, I i liked when it was doing the heisty things um it's just 
something about this movie is just really weird start to finish because it's got it's got more well-known people than you probably need in certain roles and that's actually a detriment in this yeah. case like i mean i i could think of other movies that are like this i mean don't get me wrong because i think this is a much better movie but like true romance suffers from this where it's just like all of the people that just kind of float in and out of that movie it's like it's kind of distracting like i think it would have been better in if like there were good character actors in some of the roles in true romance instead of like oh hey it's brad pitt is the guy on the couch you know like that's <laughs> that's kind of a detri- detriment to like truly enjoying that movie i mean it, it makes it a unique and interesting thing and you've got all the weird performances and people saying quentin tarantino dialogue early on you know but uh-huh. it's like it, it, it in, a, in a certain way it's just like it's kind of distracting and like that's and i i, I guess to, what I, my, I guess my point is is like i don't like it when it feels like a movie changed its story based on who they hired for a part and this movie feels like filled with that and yeah. i mean i know bobby Cannavale wasn't like a get at the time you know not like it would be now like if it i mean he was still a, a quality actor i'm just saying like he didn't have the the cachet the name or we probably would have seen more with Officer Bob or whatever, you know, like, it's just like he would have had a bigger part. Right. I, I just feel like this is a weird movie. Like you think about like just placing it now. It's like, oh, this script would have changed it again. If like, you know, they made this now and he was the cop and it's like, well, what's his backstory? What's he, what's going on at home? And it's like that guys like stop just. Yeah. Write, how's write, he going to get tied like, into this? Like heist? Write, write your script, maybe make a minor change because it's like, oh shit, we got somebody who's going to be like really good at like giving this speech or something like uh-huh. we'll, we'll uh-huh. punch it up a little bit but like this just feels like they went and like really rewrote the script and that's not ever a good feeling yeah so, yeah. yeah it's 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 a weird one uh overall entertaining but you just you look at the the parts of it and you're just like mm, yeah man that's so weird but uh yeah there you go that's that's parker that's Parker. <sighs> it could be more smartly written but it's not <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, thanks for, uh, <laughs> yes, thanks for, uh, for, uh, not making us, uh, commit to a heist to fund our show and instead just doing it a legal way, mm-hmm. which is to, uh, give you goods and services in exchange for cash, uh, which you can, uh, be a participant in that process at patreon.com slash bmfcast. Uh, it is a place where you donate and then in exchange, we give you stuff. Uh huh. It's neat. Yeah, <laughs> it is. That is, uh, it is very capitalist of us. Yes. Yes. We, we are, we are, uh, I don't know. The system works <laughs> in that regard, <laughs> not in any other regard, but in that one, it's, it works fine. So, uh, thank you guys for, for funding us and, and helping us to continue on watching these questionable movies and then figure out exactly maybe why they don't work mm-hmm. but uh this one's okay you can watch this <laughs> you can watch this <laughs> absolutely we, we will allow it <laughs> yeah uh. um yeah so that's it uh we'll be back next time with another film oh okay <laughs> a, a piece of cinema <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh yeah until then i'm chuck and i'm arlo and this is bamcast extra Power.